Welcome to the Spirit Stories edition of the Spiritual AF Life Podcast. And today we are going to be sharing some stories about our pets in heaven, our animals in heaven. It is going to be such a fun time. So get cozy and get ready because we are going to be starting right now. It's really funny because I was not planning on doing a podcast on this at all. And all of a sudden, it just seemed like animals, specifically pets, like cats and dogs and things like that, were really becoming in the forefront of my mind a lot. And I haven't had a dog, you know, in my care for decades. So thing led to another and I really became interested in this animal communicator that I seen in one of the Facebook groups I'm in. And she's different than the one that I normally talk about, the one who actually works with like the superstar animals and things like that. And I did a podcast with her interviewing her on Wednesday. So I will leave that link in the show notes if you didn't tune in. But on Wednesday, I interviewed her and we were talking about animal communication. And she can actually speak with living pets and also past pets. And I thought this was like really interesting because I can only really connect with pets that are passed away. The, the, the ones that are living don't really want to talk to me. I always joke around. And she gave us some tips in there that the reason why this may be happening. So I thought that was really interesting. But it's not just that. It was like some weird experiences started happening. And I'm going to tell you one right now because this was crazy. All right. So I was away from the house and I was actually at my book club and my husband was home and his brother and his brother's wife came over. So that would be my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law. They came over and she was in one of our living rooms near like, I guess you say the back part of the house by herself. And my husband and my brother-in-law were in the foyer of my house near the front part of my house. So they're definitely apart from each other. And I didn't find out until a couple days later, but when they were both in their separate areas, all of a sudden they heard a noise. And my sister-in-law thought that my husband was playing a trick on her and tried to throw something at her. And then my husband thought that she was doing the same thing, but my husband finally couldn't take it anymore. And he went into the kitchen where that noise was. And he saw one of our phone chargers laying on the floor. And he starts going off on, you know, sister-in-law like, hey, I know you do this. I know you do this. You know, what are you doing? And she's like, what are you doing? She was like, you were trying to throw something at me. And they were like, no, and they were going back and forth. Now, my house is always quiet. There's nothing really ever going on. We don't have any background noise. We don't have a TV on. We don't have music on and such. However, that's why it was so profound when this phone charger just fell off of the counter. And when me and my husband tried to like recreate the situation and stuff like that, it's like, man, none of us would ever put the phone charger really close to the edge. Like we just don't do it that way. And they had been out of the kitchen for a while. You know what I mean? For, I don't even know the way that I see it happening was like 20, 30 minutes that they were both in their separate rooms when the phone charger fell off and we never put it close to the edge. So it was just really, really strange. However, as soon as I found out this happened, the first thing I did was I got in contact with my sister-in-law because I first go through logic, right? Logic, spiritual logic, spiritual logic, okay? That's what we'll call it. And I'm like, okay, well, this never, ever happens when just me and my husband are around or just me and my husband and my son are around. So the different variable, if you will, will be my brother-in-law or my sister-in-law. 
And so I'm like, it has to be someone connected to them. So I kind of know them a little bit. I know like who has passed, you know, somewhat in their lives and that kind of thing. And, you know, I was like, I know it has to be one of their past loved ones. And then I decided to tune in. And as soon as I tuned in, I had this image of a cat walking across the counter. And I'm like, oh my God, this makes such logical sense because cats love to be high on things, you know what I mean? Like high on um, countertops and that kind of stuff. And they love knocking things over. So this would make sense that it was a cat. I didn't even think of that until I tuned in. So I'm telling her this and I'm telling her some more specific things that I'm getting from this vision and the feelings that I'm getting from this cat. And then I asked her, I'm like, hey, did you have a cat that passed away? you know, like more recently, you know, maybe one that was black and white, because I'm seeing a black and white cat. And she was like, well, I do, I have a black and white cat, but they're still alive. And then I'm like, no, well, I think that this cat is somehow connected to that black and white cat you have, that perhaps you got this black and white cat, you know, after, you know, this, this one who's in the spirit world passed away, or something along those lines, you know, I was like, there's something going on here. And I gave her some more information. I was like, oh, hey, you lived in this house here. And I think, that they were with you when you lived in this house and I was like I also sensed that this cat um this cat was also sassy you know what I mean very very like lovable but also very stubborn at the same time one that was definitely that would knock things off counters you know what I mean one that would make themselves known and one thing about my husband's side of the family is I feel like they're cat lovers and they have like cats like all around them. It seems like not really, you know what I mean? I think they've had like two or three cats and I know one of them and I know one of them that passed away recently. And I really like this cat, even though I only seen the cat about five times. And that is Edwin. And I loved Edwin, but Edwin didn't like people and Edwin wouldn't be around people like he would not be doing that because that's not his style and I even told Tony I was like man I know Edwin Edwin just passed away not too long ago but I'm not thinking it's Edwin because you know Edwin was not social Edwin did not jump up on countertops Edwin did not like throw things off of of tables and wasn't sassy like that he was like an old man cat you know like he wasn't doing those kind of things and so anyways I finally found out that everything that I'm saying resonates with this cat named Abby that they got. So they got this this cat, Abby. My brother-in-law, my sister-in-law got it. And Abby passed away. And then I guess shortly after Abby passed away, like unexpectedly, that's when they got the black and white cat. So what I said totally made sense, right? And I was like so incredibly convinced that Abby was reaching out to them. However, I know that my brother-in-law really isn't into this kind of stuff. He thinks it's hogwash. He thinks that it's all coincidence and we shouldn't really put much stake in it and that kind of stuff. So I knew that the evidence that I was giving, and this is all through text messages, so you can see I didn't know any of this stuff prior. I knew that wasn't going to be enough to really sell him and maybe even sell her. Maybe she has some doubts, even though I don't think so. She might be listening right now and she's like, no, I need to doubt it for a minute. But anyways, I always believe that external signs can really confirm things for yourself because it's like, it's really happening. I can actually see this. This is tangible proof with my eyeballs. And so what I said to her, my sister-in-law was like, hey, you know what? I believe this is Abby, but you know what? We're going to set an intention 
that if this is truly Abby, then I am going to see Abby's name within three days, right? Abby's name within three days. And that was like at nighttime that day or whatever was around the afternoon that I told her this and whatnot. So it was, I believe it was the very next day. And I am literally now not seeing Abby anywhere, the name anywhere. No one's name is Abby. No one named Abby is emailing me. Nothing, no way Abby at all. And I'm like, man, this sucks. And I was talking with my son on the way to work one day and he was like, hey, he was like, but how do you know? You know, if you keep on looking for it, you know what I mean? You're eventually going to see it. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. You would think, right? Because when we tell our brains that we want to see something, right? It goes and it tries to find it for us, right? That's what it's trying to do. That's it, how we're biologically programmed. So you can look more into like the human anatomy and it'll show you and like also not just human anatomy, but like in the brain and how it works it is going to try and find it for you. However, now it's been what I feel like forever and I have not been able to find the name Abby whatsoever, no license plates at all. So I told my son, I was like, hey, right now I'm not seeing the name Abby at all. So I could possibly be wrong because if there is any Abby anywhere, my brain is trying to pick it up and it can't pick it up because it is not there because I could be 100% wrong and it may not be Abby. It might be a different cat or it might not even be a cat. Maybe that was a fluke or something. You never know. So I believe it was um, later on that day or it could be the next day. I remember three days, you know, and so I believe it might have been actually on the third day and me and my husband are walking. I'm trying to find freaking the name Abby. I cannot find it anywhere. And I start thinking, like, OK, I must have understood that wrong. OK, what other cat could it be? What other kind of evidence can I get from this cat that can really prove who it was? So me and my husband were walking and, you know, we're trying to find this restaurant and we couldn't find it. And then he's like, oh, we passed it. So we walk back and finally I just put my shoe um, up on one of the steps of it because I was like, I got to tie my shoe really quick. And I just glanced behind me really quick. It was so quick. And there was this movie theater, like marquee, if you will. And they had about, I don't know, I would have to say probably the nine 10, 11, 12 different movies that were playing. And I only seen one word. And that word was Abby. Because one of the movies playing at that theater was Downton Abbey. Oh my God. I had stopped looking for the name Abby. It was a complete coincidence that I even saw that. It was amazing that I seen it. So it's like, I know that I was guided to do everything that I did in that moment and look over at that specific time and that specific moment. Everything just lined up for Abby to bring me that and say, no, it truly is me. And that's why I say like when you're trying to get signs and stuff like that, give them a little bit of time and it might come in in a unique way. And then you have to trust it. So now it would be time for my sister-in-law to maybe get this sign for herself because I've already been validated. I trust in spirit. I trust in God. I trust in source. I trust in my signs. So I know like, hey, I am good to go. Now it's time for her to establish that relationship with Abby and start trusting and asking for her own signs and her and get her own little stories going. And so I really, really wanted to share that with you because this is just snowballed, you know, some really cool things in my life. So another story that I want to tell you about 
It's really bizarre. I think I mentioned it before, but it has to do with my son, Mason. So my son, Mason, was, I don't know, maybe 16, maybe 17 years old at the time. And I was cooking dinner, you know, like any other night at the stove, mind my own business or whatever. And he was doing what a typical teenager does, right? Looking in the fridge, finding some food, right? So he had the fridge open and he was just staring in it, you know, trying to figure out, you know, maybe trying to manifest something that he wanted to eat, right? In one of the shelves. And all of a sudden, he jumps so high and goes back. And he's like, whoa. And I'm like, what? what? What's going on? What happened? You know, because he's looking at the ground like he he's following something that just ran across the floor. And I'm like, what? Like, I don't see anything at all. He's like, oh, man. He's like, it was a dog. And I'm like, a dog? And he was like, yeah, it's a dog just ran, you know what I mean, by my feet. And I, I had to get out of its way. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Now, did he say anything else? Nope. Did he tell me what the dog looked like? Nope. He could have cared less. I swear. I think he just grabbed a drink, you know, and went upstairs to his bedroom with me just standing there astounded. Number one, I didn't see it. And so I know that it has to do with him. And it wasn't until I was preparing for this podcast that I actually realized that he actually lost a dog like more recently around that time. But it wasn't one of the dogs that I had is one of the dogs at his dad's house. And here's the funny thing too, is that my son is so incredibly in tune with animals. So he could be like an animal whisperer. You know what I mean? He is so good. He is drawn to animals and that kind of thing. So I'm going to try and see if I can get a little bit more insight of what the dog looked like and that kind of thing. I don't think he even likes talking about it anymore. But here is someone who barely even believes in spiritual stuff and has had this kind of, you know, thing happen to him. Right. Another really fun one was I was driving Long story short, I felt like I needed to get behind this car. I don't know why, because there's no other cars on the road except for me and him. It was like five o'clock in the morning. I think he was driving like a blue Challenger or something along those lines. So it was one of those sporty looking cars. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll get behind him because I think he's going to go faster. You know what I mean? I don't think he's going to sit at this red light. But as soon as I went into the lane, I realized that his bumper actually said Buttons on it. And Buttons is the name of my husband's dog that he lost when he was um, about 19 years old and he was like living in Germany and stuff like that. So I thought that was really, really cool. And I have brought Buttons through before. I was doing a gallery reading at the Mind's Eye and it was really funny because I kept on seeing Buttons and she was just running around in like circles, just running around in circles. And I guess that that was a game they used to play with each other. They used to like run around the house in like a circle and chase after each other. And um, she used to put little bows in her hair. And like uh, when I connected to Buttons, she was saying that. It actually kind of reminds me of one of the first times that I ever connected um, with an animal in spirit. And that was when I was doing a psychic fair in Virginia. And this woman comes in and she was like, are there any dogs over on the other side that want to talk to me? And I was like, oh, um, let me see. And it was really funny because as soon as I closed my eyes, I did a lot of eye closing back in the day when I started doing readings. And I closed my eyes and all of a sudden it's like I felt the tongue of a cat licking my fingers and I mean like this cat had dry mouth or something because I could feel like all the like the taste buds or whatever those things are called on the tongue I was like it felt like velcro 
when this cat licked me and I was like, oh my gosh. And it was a female cat. And it was really funny because I felt like this cat, you know what I mean, was like a princess and very prissy and that kind of stuff. And it was so funny because I said to the woman, I was like, well, I'm not, I, I can go ahead and see if there's any dogs over here. But what's coming up right now is a female cat. And she's licking my hand and she's saying that she was like a princess. And it was really funny because her name was actually Queen. So I thought that was so incredibly amazing. It's been so so much fun going ahead and connecting, you know, with pets who have passed on, including another time I was in Virginia and all of a sudden I was driving and this was when I was opening up spiritually. This was when I was trying to find my footing in mediumship and with spiritual signs and whatnot. And all of a sudden I get behind this car and it says Duke, right? D-U-K-E. And I was like, there's no way. And I called up my Aunt Juju and I was like, oh my God, Duke is with you. Duke is one of her dogs, like a little Chihuahua dog that actually um, passed away, you know, maybe about like a year before that happened. And my aunt absolutely loved Duke. Like Duke and her were just, oh my gosh, so incredibly close. Okay, so before we go, I want to give you some tips on some signs to look for for your past pets. And I also want to tell you about a couple of books that I recently came across regarding, you know, animal communication from the afterlife. I have not yet read these books, but they look good. All right. So the first one is Signs from Pets um, in the Afterlife by Lynn Reagan. And I will put these in the show notes, okay? And the other one is The Amazing Afterlife of Animals by Karen A. Anderson. I usually go with Danielle McKinnon, who does a lot of soul contracts with pets. Like she explains it and she really dumbs it down for us that needs to understand it and that kind of thing. So definitely look out for her books as well. And I will put that in the show notes. However, here are some ways that your past pet might be, you know, trying to show you that they're around. One of the most common ones is going to be that you trip over your own feet. Kind of like how my son did when he jumped back from the refrigerator. It might not be that dramatic, but if you're tripping over your own feet and you're not really sure why or you tripped and that kind of stuff, you're misplacing your step, especially in the house, that could be one of your pets, all right? You also might hear their collar jingling, like how it used to, you know, like you might just all of a sudden just hear it for just a second or two and you're like, wait a second, I swear that I heard that, okay? Sometimes you also might feel them brushing up against your legs. That's the reason why that you really need to pay attention to like your whole body all of the time because I wasn't even thinking about connecting to animals, but then like one day when I was doing readings, especially in shorts and stuff like that, I felt energy around my legs and around my knee and that's one way that you can tell. And you know, if you feel like something's brushing against the side of your leg, even while like sitting down on the couch and stuff like that. And you might feel like, okay, that's so weird. Like I felt someone just sit down or plop down. It might be, you know, your pet. All right. So another one too is they definitely come to you in dreams. So definitely reach out for that as well. And then definitely look for like numbers that are associated with them, like the how old they were when they were, you know, brought into your life, like eight weeks. So you might see the number eight or, you know, eight because, you know, it was the month of August, you know, that kind of thing. Or maybe even know like the time of their passing and that kind of stuff. Definitely be looking out for license plates. That is a huge one. Okay. And another one is going to be just smelling. You actually might smell them. You might smell wet dog or, you know, little scents like that. And then 
you also might find like a coin that has like the year that they passed on it, or it might even have like the year that they were born on it. So I definitely want you to let me know how it goes. So I will put a link in the show notes so that you can leave me a voicemail about your story of your past pet, or you could go ahead and email it to me at heatherdaniellemedium at gmail.com. All right. I will see you soon. Have a great weekend.